0: Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle, and I will be your host and guide. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about twin flames and manifesting. How exciting, right? I'm also going to touch on the law of attraction and the law of assumption. So thank you to listener Mia Mob for your question. She asked on Spotify, would you be able to guide us with twin flames and law of assumption? Thank you. So that's a great question. Thank you for bringing that up. So in order to talk about twin flames and the law of assumption, I had to bring in the general idea of manifesting as well as the law of attraction, both of which are included in the law of assumption. So let's start with twin flames. As you probably know, the concept of twin flames states that twin flames were once one soul and it was a soul that split in two. And now these two souls are in two different human bodies. And as with many spiritual philosophies, the ultimate goal is to come back from separation into unity, coming from two souls back to one soul, back to source, back home. And that is why there's such an intense pull to our twin flame. It's a pull back home. Okay, let's look at manifesting. Manifesting, as you know, is creating a thought or idea into a reality. And we all know this, right? It's become much more common to talk about manifesting. And perhaps you want to manifest union with your twin flame or manifest being free from the intense pull or longing to them. Well, we have two great laws at our disposal. We have the law of attraction and the law of assumption. So let's start with the law of attraction. The law of attraction is one of the universal laws. It's been around as long as time (laughs) and as mentioned in almost all spiritual principles. It's one of the 12 universal laws. And the law of attraction is similar to the law of vibration as it deals with energy. It says the vibration that you're holding is the vibration of what you will attract, right? So if you're positive and happy, you'll attract more of that. If you're negative and sad, you'll attract more negativity and sadness into your life. And the law of attraction also deals with focus. What you focus on is what you'll attract. And this teaching has become pretty mainstream with Abraham Hicks and the movie The Secret. And now let's look at the law of assumption. This isn't as mainstream. It was developed by one man named Neville Goddard, and it's exactly what it states. What you assume to be true will be true. Now, this law of assumption was also, from some research that I did, um, part of the influence of some of the people who were in the movie The Secret. So, to me, it lines up really closely with the law of attraction. But what the Law of Assumption does is this man, Neville Goddard, he brings a lot of spiritual, psychological, religious, and philosophical tenets into an organized manner that will direct you on the Law of Assumption, right? So he has taken teachings from all these various places and brought them together in a very practical approach. And now I personally have not like followed these or studied these in the way he proposes to manifest something. But to me, they all line up with the spiritual, psychological, philosophical, mystical beliefs that I have studied and do believe in, and that you've heard me talk about on a lot of these podcasts. What I appreciate about his approach is that he talks about these in a very practical way, and he talks about using your imagination to imagine what you want, right? And he also focuses on lining up your beliefs and emotions with what you want to manifest. And I think that's really important to touch on beliefs, right? Because it's such an important aspect, because we may want something, but if we dig deep, we may find that we have a core belief that actually goes against what we want. And this core belief may be hidden, right? So until we become aware of this belief and line up with it, we won't manifest what we want. And the law of assumption is also based on your consciousness. So wh- what's in your consciousness is what you'll bring forth, right? We can only manifest that, which, which we're conscious of. And so you just have to shift your consciousness to manifest what you want. Now, both of these laws say that you don't even have to do anything, right? You just have to hold the energy of the outcome and this will bring about the desired result. So let's go back to manifesting using the, base, the basis of those two laws and twin flames. So let's say you want to manifest twin flame union. Now, what all of these universal laws and principles would say is believe it as if it has already happened, right? Feel how it would feel like to be in union. You can do that right now. Use your imagination to imagine how it would feel. And then you want to go deeper. What are your beliefs around this? And then keep holding that vibration of union energy and have the state of mind of the outcome of what you want. Assume it to be so. How would it feel in your body? How would you go about your day? Act as if it has already happened, right? Believe it a thousand percent. Have no doubts. Hold that vibration of union. Hold the vibration of unconditional love. Now, If it were that, I mean, if you got that, go for it and let us all know, right? Because if it were that easy, we would all just do it. And then bingo, we'd all be together in union. And believe me, in the past, I've tried that. Like, especially when I first started out, I was like, I'm going to manifest this, (laughs) right? My masculine side was like, I've got this and I'm going to make this happen. Watch me, right? This competitive, probably wounded masculine energy of mine decided I was going to manifest this. And it was a very, very helpful exercise because it brought up everything that did not align with the vibration I was trying to hold, right? And at first I couldn't hold this vibration for more than half a day. I would hold it and it would feel great and I feel great. And then all of a sudden my mind would start going and all my doubts and fears and the beliefs that didn't line up with this came bubbling to the surface and my mind wouldn't stop racing and it was crazy making. And I was like, oh my God, I feel worse. So... I would try and go back to the feeling of union and then it just became overwhelming. And then I would question, do I even believe in twin flames? I mean, I, this, this practice makes you question everything, which is what I love. The law of assumption brings forth, right? Your beliefs. And I think this is a very powerful exercise to look at your beliefs, unpack all of your beliefs, unpack all of your beliefs around love, around romantic relationships. Do they line up with what you're trying to manifest? Right? And so it's also important to question everything, right? Question these beliefs. Question what I say. Question whatever you see or hear on the internet. Is this true, right? Find your truth. What is true for you? This is the most important, powerful thing I have found to do, especially around twin flames, is to really find what is true for me and trust it. Trust your heart. And then it may switch, right? As you heal, you may go, oh, wow, that was true. It was an old belief I had that made it not true, right? It's a whole process. But it's a great practice, especially if you want to get to union and union energy. And it does get easier over time. And here's the thing, which you probably know when you finally do get to that place where you can maintain that vibration, what you find is you're in union energy, you're in unity consciousness. And in this place, you don't need or desire your twin flame. You really don't because you're feeling it. You have it. You've got it. And then you realize the power you have within yourself to create this feeling and to create your happiness and to create love. And you realize it's already, this feeling has been with you already. It's already inside of you. You know, I always say, if you got to find it or turn that love on yourself, but the truth is it's already in us, right? We just have to clear everything that's not aligned with it because this truly is what we're really after. We think we want union with our twin flame. What we really want is what we think they can give us. We want what it would feel like to be with them. We wanna feel loved and seen and chosen and adored and want someone to be with us all the time. And we wanna be with the way they make us feel, the way our heart feels when we're with them, right? And we love the way we feel when we're with them and when we look at them. And these are all about how we feel. So I invite you to ask yourself why you want union, because it's usually, often, always, about the feeling our twin flame can give us. When we get to the place where we can hold that feeling of being with them, being in union consciousness, the idea of love switches, and we love just because we love. We love them because we love them. Because we love, because we love ourselves, because we're in that energy of love and we're back with who we are. We've lined up with our soul. We've lined up with divine source. When we practice that holding that energy of being with them, we're practicing being in love. So we don't need to change them or control them. But we can just love them, just purely love them like we would love a puppy without needing anything or needing to change anything or needing them to do anything in return. Now, this doesn't mean they can treat us poorly and we accept it because we can, we can, that's not love, right? We can only love them when we love them from a place of love for ourselves, right? This is the key thing and most important thing. We can't hold that vibration purely unless we're holding it with ourselves first. That's what I found, right? I couldn't hold that vibration because I didn't have that vibration in me, right? I had to be in union and in love with myself first. And the good news is this feeling of loving ourselves is available to us all the time. You felt that about them. They're they're our same soul. They're just showing us how we really feel about ourselves. They're reminding us, no, this is you. This is how love feels. You have it. I'm just reflecting it back to you. So this is such an important thing. The key with manifesting our twin flame since they're the same soul as we are, is in order to hold that level of love for them, we have to hold that feeling and level of love for ourselves. And this may take practice because of all the years of conditioning and beliefs that aren't really love that are more conditional, that we've been practicing and habits we formed and way society and life is around us, right, we have to unpack these beliefs. I mean, I know for me, it took me a while to be able to find this. I'd find it and then it would go away and I'd be like, oh my God, where'd that feeling go? I had that feeling. I had that feeling. How do I get it back? Right? How do I love myself? How do I find that again? Right? How do I feel the same way about them that I do about myself? Wait, how do I find the same way about myself that I do about them? Right? I, I remember I'd have to like journal record how I found it. It took me a while to figure it out. But it eventually came naturally as I shut all the layers around me that were not aligned with love. Because that's what I said before. It's like, it's already in us. That's the best thing. We already are in union energy. We already love ourselves. We've just forgotten. So we just need to clear everything that is not aligned with love. And the great news about manifesting and the law of attraction, the law of assumption As they all tell us, we can conjure up this feeling any time. We can. We can just imagine what it feels like to be in union. We can start practicing this right now. That feeling is already in us. And we know it because we feel it with our twin flame. We feel what they They reminded us what love feels like. What a gift, right? So therefore, we can imagine what it feels like to love ourselves. That's the work especially with twin flames. Imagine what it feels like to be in union with them. And then imagine what it feels like to be in union with yourself and with divine source energy, right? I'm repeating this because it just (laughs) feels so important. And because of the law of polarity, we can't forget that. As we hold this energy of, of unconditional love for our twin flame and for source and for ourselves, we will be shown what the opposite energy of that is. We will be shown everywhere we hold separation energy in ourselves. It will show us where we are separate from ourselves and where we are separate from divine source energy. And so we clear and clear until we heal it, healed it and we can hold it. And then we can neutralize these polarities. And that's when we come into harmonic balance with all that is and harmony and balance of feminine and masculine energies. That's when we come into the um, tension of opposites and the energy of union right? The law of assumption talks about that we create our worlds. And so if we believe it, it's there. We are creators. We are powerful creators. And one of the most important things it also says is that it only happens according to God's law, which is unconditional. And which means it comes at its own conditional time, divine timing. So as we honor these laws and practice them, We also have to honor the fact that it's always God's law or for the highest good of all. Divine source energy will not and cannot align with a law that is not for everyone's highest good, right? Everyone involved, their highest good. So if we fully believe and assume we are already in union with our twin flame, we are and will be and it has to be for the highest good of all. It is law, right? But the timing is not up to us. It may be this lifetime or maybe another lifetime. To our souls, which are timeless and are already in union, this doesn't matter. We're just doing some other work here on, on Earth, right? Okay, so that all makes sense. But let's talk about one more factor. This is a final thing that comes into play with manifesting that not a lot of teachers I have found who teach these laws mention, which is the unconscious. Because I've studied the unconscious extensively what I know to be true is the unconscious has to be discussed if we're going to talk about manifesting and the laws of attraction and assumption. Because we can only hold the vibration of what we're conscious of. But the statistics that I've shared before in other podcasts is that studies show that 95% of most people make their choices in life unconsciously. So until we're conscious 100% of the time and holding that vibration, we're manifesting from what's in our unconscious. And our unconscious holds all the things we've repressed, ignored, denied, or shoved down. And it also holds all the hidden beliefs that we may not even be aware of that we're holding. So we can be holding that vibration of union as much as our consciousness can hold it. But if we walk around throughout the day and we get lost in our ruminating thoughts and our unconscious is running the show... And we're not consciously aware of every moment. And we also have hidden beliefs and unprocessed emotion and anger in our body and unconscious self. That's the vibration that is really being sent out into the world. Our body and our unconscious won't let us manifest and hold the energy we are trying to line up with until it gets healed and cleared until the, until those things that would need our attention get brought to the surface. So the conscious imagination we are doing to create union will be overridden by all the stuff in our unconscious self. And that's why it can become so confusing and frustrating, right? We may ask, why can't I hold this? Why haven't I manifested this? Why do I feel stuck? What's in my way? Why can't I change? Why can't I create this? I remember studying Abraham Hicks, raising my vibration every day, listening like an hour or more worth of videos. And what happened was things started to get worse. And I didn't understand it. I was doing everything that they told me to do. (laughs) I was working really hard to raise my vibration. I believed in it. I was really confused. What happened was everything that was in my unconscious self and contrary to a core belief I was trying to manifest came to the surface. So as we practice this, everything that stops us from union will show itself to us. So everything in me, whether I was conscious of it or not, Obviously, there was a lot of it I was unconscious of was showing itself to me. And this is how you make one of the ways you make the unconscious conscious, right? It'll show you what's in your way. It was saying, see me, hold me, heal me, let me go. So after I studied the unconscious, I was able to understand what had been happening to me, right? I had wounded parts of me that wouldn't let me manifest a relationship or call in money until I healed those parts. Because I had beliefs around love, outdated beliefs that were contrary to what I was trying to manifest. I had deep beliefs around money that were contrary to what I was trying to manifest, right? I had ancestral beliefs around love and men and women that were in my DNA, which weren't lined up with the union energy I was trying to hold. And because I always try and manifest for my highest good, my highest good was to heal. So as I tried to manifest, I thought the answer was to be in union or or make more money. But what was for my highest good was actually healing. So my life had to get worse to get my attention so I could do the healing work that my higher self really wanted me to do. My life path and soul path was to heal first. It still is, right? My life and soul path was not just to be in any relationship and just have a lot of money. My life and soul path is to create a divine relationship first and foremost to serve, to be of service, to teach love, to learn love, to be in love, right? And so to do that, I had to create that with myself first. and I'm still working on it. And I had to heal and clear any old beliefs and conditions around love that weren't true or for my highest good. And now I'm so, 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 so grateful. Because if I had gotten a rela- that relationship or any relationship or money right away, I wouldn't have been forced to do this deep dive into my unconscious and heal these hidden parts right i would have settled for a life that was less than i had agreed to with my soul we all have the ability and power to manifest the life we want i know and believe that with my heart and soul i believe in those laws right we have the power to create and be with our twin flame in harmonious lasting physical union but as the law of assumption says It has to be in God's unconditional law. It has to be in divine timing for the highest good of all. Right? To the universe or God or divine source, time is not what it is here on earth. Here on earth in 3D, we see time as linear. So when we deal with these ancient laws of the universe, we follow how the universe holds these vibrations, which is not linear or literal, right? Union may not be literal, It may not be literally in physical union in this lifetime, but you may hold that energy and believe it and be together next lifetime. Or you may be together next year or in the next five years. So often we think that if we're not with them today, we'll never be with them. If we're going to use the power of these powerful laws, we have the invitation to see life through a more expanded lens, from the lens of the universe and divine source energy. So we zoom out. We manifest from an expanded place of divine source energy that's for the highest good of all, for the highest good of ourselves, for our soul's best purpose. And then everything you want is yours. Twin Flame Union is yours. You can absolutely manifest this. So I hope this has helped. If you need or want more support on your journey, reach out for a one-on-one and we can get started. I am so grateful for all the amazing people I have met from doing this podcast and being on this journey. My life, as challenging as it has been, is so much more richer and fuller and expanded because of all of you and being in this community. So I thank you for all the work you are doing. For each of us that does this work, it helps each other. And I'm telling you, I can feel it. We're shifting faster. We're shifting faster we're doing this together. So as always, I'm sending you so much unconditional love and your remarkable, profound, and exciting twin flame journey. Namaste.